You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today in the Epistle Project, we come to the end of 1 Corinthians 7. We'll be in verses 25 through 40. 1 Corinthians 7, 25 and following. Now concerning the betrothed, I have no command from the Lord, but I give my judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. I think that in view of the present distress, it is good for a person to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be free. Are you free from a wife? Do not seek a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a betrothed woman marries, she has not sinned. Yet those who marry will have worldly troubles, and I would spare you that. This is what I mean, brothers. The appointed time has grown very short. From now on, let those who have wives live as though they had none, and those who mourn as though they were not mourning, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing, and those who buy as though they had no goods, and those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the present form of this world is passing away. I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife. And his interests are divided. And the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks that he is not behaving properly toward his betrothed, if his passions are strong, and it has to be, let him do as he wishes. Let them marry, it is no sin. But whoever is firmly established in his heart, being under no necessity, but having his desire under control, and has determined this in his heart, to keep her as his betrothed, he will do well. So then he who marries his betrothed does well, and he who refrains from marriage will even do better. A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is free to be married to whom she wishes, only in the Lord. Yet in my judgment, she is happier if she remains as she is, and I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Let me highlight this, because it seems like in a number of places Paul is uh, minimizing marriage, even saying that you, you shouldn't marry. He's not saying that at all. Here's the context of what Paul is saying. Evidently, there was some sort of persecution happening with the Corinthian church. There was a certain time of distress. There was a certain difficulty that they were going through. And so what Paul says here is that he wants everyone, single and married, to have this eternal perspective. The world is bringing about so many difficult circumstances to the life of the believer. Even just being married and managing the normal affairs of a household and children and finances and things like that, those are just things that the world brings to you that just take time and take devotion. And so Paul is highlighting uh, the value of a single life here. If you are single, you've got this opportunity to be undistracted in your ministry to Christ. But notice, and he mentions this a number of times, it's not wrong to marry, especially if you can't control yourself sexually, as he says toward the end of this passage. If you can't exercise self-control, then marry. So he's not diminishing marriage as well. He's just saying that when you marry, there are going to be some more things that concern you, some more things that can make you anxious. 
And just speaking as a husband and father, it's different when you're single and just have concerns for you. But when you're married with children and wife, you've got other people that you're responsible for. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a reality. And so what I would say here, if you're the 21st century Christian thinking, how do I apply this? What, what, how do I respond to this passage? Do I regret that I'm married? No way. Paul would not have you do that. As a matter of fact, you can go read Ephesians 5 if you're worried about that. Paul prizes marriage. Paul thinks marriage is a beautiful thing. All Paul is trying to get us to hear from this passage is that he wants for us so bad this devotion to Christ that has an eternal perspective, uh, that, that that sees our life with an eternal perspective. So whether you're single, keep being devoted to Christ. You don't have as many distractions. That's a good thing. Keep being devoted to Christ. You can stay single if you want. Paul would recommend that in some cases. But if you can't, there's nothing wrong with being married. And if you are married, I would say this, keep that eternal perspective. Yes, you've got uh, now more mouths to feed. You've got more people you're responsible for. That's not a bad thing. It's just a reality. But if you are married, keep an eternal perspective. So for the single person listening to this podcast, for the married person listening to this podcast, keep an eternal perspective. You've got so many things competing for your time, schedules, money, things like that. Keep an eternal perspective. Be devoted to God. Listen to the words of verse 35 again. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. This is what Paul wants for you and I today. A devotion to the Lord. If you've got uh, work and you've got a family to care for, you've got certain things that you've got to do, That's those are not bad things. You can do those as a worshiper of the Lord and care for the people God's put in your life. That is good. But do everything for Him. Be devoted to Him, whether you work or parent or, or evangelize or build up the body or uh, control your speech or give the best effort Uh, in athletics or at school. Do everything for the Lord. Paul's simply saying, there are a lot of things to distract us. He wants us devoted to the Lord. So for you today, what does it take for you to keep your eyes on the Lord? To keep the number one pursuit of your day being devoted to the Lord. Think about that. Lord, give us a great devotion to you even amidst all of the responsibilities that you've put in our lives, keep us devoted to you. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.